kind of talk to me and share with me as much as you feel comfortable sharing that you know of. Um, what can I expect? And we'll start with the uh, family part first. What can I expect as 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 not even a competitor, but as a person who is attending the uh, this family fitness for, uh, faith festival? I'll tie it in a little bit to CrossFit first. Um, you know, I remember going back to Oktoberfest and like. 2010 and 11 and, and 12 and, and Tomball. And if I think back to that, man, like you, you have all these people that bring kids, right? And their kids really don't have a lot to do. And what my goal is, is that those people, when they're driving home, when they're finishing the day, because there was so much to do for the family, because it's like, man, did you see the bounce houses? Did you see the uh, obstacle course for the kids, the, the Ninja Warrior course? Did you see all the activities that we basically are providing for them? All right, hey Charlie, how you doing this morning? Hey Chris, man. The last couple minutes of it anyway. Yeah, dude, it's good, man. Excellent. Excited to be here with you. <laughs> All right. No, that's good. Uh, we've got uh, Memorial Day Murph coming up. So yeah. So that's, uh, that's always a fun one. Yeah. Um, as as I, I always enjoy that because there's always somebody who's never done Murph and they've never, you know, they're probably looking at Murph right now and thinking there's no way I'm going to do this, no way I'm going to do this, but they'll still show up and, you know, they surprise themselves. And it's and become really like the thing to do, right? For yeah. I mean, for CrossFitters, you know, yep. it's like, I mean, I would say that probably 90 percent of gyms are doing Murph on Memorial Day now. Oh, sure. You and know? even outside of CrossFit, yeah. right? There, there's a ton of people, ton yeah. of other gyms that do that do Murph. So that's yeah. really Whereas like function. five years ago, you know, I mean, it was maybe a hero workout, but yeah. it wasn't this like concrete, like yep. Murph on Memorial Day. So it's cool how the community has kind of just embraced that idea. Yep. Yep. And I think now even the new people that have signed up in the last month or two kind of know something's happening Monday, but they yeah. really don't. Yeah. They know, you know, we've done these workouts that have kind of been prepping people for them yeah but you know if you've never done murph it's yep. gonna be fun yep it's good it's <laughs> a, i've got enough energy in me to do one of these a year and that's it i mean it, <laughs> and you'll be using your new vest yes absolutely you which bit the which, bullet you said you know what i did i can't actually wear a bulletproof vest you said i'm just gonna wear my a, a rogue vest i did i did i did and it was really and i told you this but it's really hard for me to bite the bullet and pay for something that really i can get free through my job and, but finally Rogue came out with a 40% off or something. And then I'm an impulse buyer. So I just bought it, you know? <laughs> so hopefully Kristen doesn't listen to this cause she doesn't know that. Or she doesn't know how much it costs. I know well, that, it won't so. come out till after Memorial Okay, Day, good. So. All right, good. Okay. <laughs> All right, good. Well, Charlie, I don't really want to talk about Murph. Um, what I really want to talk about today is the BCS classic. And so, um, I know things are a lot different. There's no Nutribolt anymore. Right. They're going to be gone. They're moving on to Austin. Um, so it's almost going to get a complete overhaul, as I understand it. So I'm excited to go through this because I don't even know all the, you know, I have a lot of questions. I think our listeners have a lot of questions. I think the community in general will have a lot of questions. And um, I think some of the, the small visions that you shared with me privately, I think is awesome. And so I kind of want to get those out to everybody and just get you talking about them. How's that? Man, I, I, I'm excited to share kind of what's coming because it's going to be something that this whole community is going to embrace. Uh, obviously, we're going to reach out to the larger CrossFit community, mm -hmm. but really, Bryan College Station. This is a this is an event that I think this this community will rally behind, mm -hmm. and in the next five to ten years, it will become something like Santa's Wonderland or Red's mm -hmm. Fest, right? Or mm -hmm. Chili Fest. Mm -hmm. completely different from chili a little bit different yeah. but no very similar to, to the fact that hey it's this weekend like everybody's mm -hmm. looking forward to it you know 
and we're and we're reaching out to much more than just mm-hmm. the CrossFit community with this event. So so let's start there. What I'm hearing you say is this is much more than just uh, some competition. Bring some athletes in, do a competition, give some prizes at the end, right? So kind of let's start let's start macro, and then we can kind of work micro. Give me give me the Charlie Lima, the Boom Fit CrossFit College Station vision of how the 2019 BCS Classic is going to look. Well, as you know, you know these these thoughts and visions come to me randomly and I'm not looking for them. They don't necessarily, uh, it's not like I wake up, you know, and think about, Oh, I'm going to do this big event. No, it, it kind of just happened, man. It was the last time we spoke about BCS was at the end of a podcast back in like February. And basically all you said is, Hey, Nutribolt's moving. We just found out what, what's the plan. Do you have a plan yet? And at the time, you know, we were preparing for Ames or for our, our fourth child to come. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he's born and then we are gone for a period of time and then kind of getting back. And it was like, all right, now we got to start really preparing for this event. Well, I knew we needed a, a different venue because Nutribolt was moving to Austin. And so I already had really wanted to do the equine center um, in my head. Had, I hadn't secured it, but I knew that that venue was going to probably be where we were going to go. Mm-hmm. And much like visions, right? It's like, you don't even know the details on yeah. how to do it until you kind of start the paperwork process. Yeah. And so what, what intrigued you about the equine center? Why well, did that la- seem like great? So great question. So five years ago, I put on a lunch in there. I was the chairman of the health and wellness committee for the chamber of commerce. And I remember going to the venue and thinking, this is like, awesome like they and i didn't even go back and see the horse arenas back then i just kind of went to this one place but i was like this is like a giant venue five years ago i wasn't thinking about a crossfit competition well last year we had high probability of rain for bcs classic if you remember and you know i did not have a plan b right we didn't really have a very good plan b because nutribolt you only have the gym you really don't have anything else that's covered and so i really that week kind of called the equine center and I said, Hey, would it be possible if we did this event there? Just kind of thinking if it rains it, because it was supposed to be bad. Fortunately, it didn't rain. I think it rained a little the, the Friday night before. Mm-hmm. And we, we had a great event at Nutribolt. Um, but back then I already had thought about equine. So naturally it was this year I'm wanting to do the equine. So when I go to the equine center and I set up an appointment to tour the venue and tour the facility, that was really where things started growing in my head and i started really seeing like this could be so much more than a crossfit competition i didn't know exactly what that was going to be but i knew it's kind of like the space here at the gym like when we first bought the building and we had nothing but dirt behind it right Mm -hmm. and i remember vividly because there was bricks in the dirt and, and we poured this tiny slab i had no idea that we would end up building out a 3,500 square foot, you know, overhead awning outdoor workout space that now is kind of where we work out. But at the time I was like, man, this could be a cool thing. I don't know what it could be. And so over time you start kind of having these visions and these thoughts and, you know, doing step by step. And so the equine center was kind of like that. When I went and looked at it, it just seemed like it, it could be so much more. So I walk in, I see this area that's going to be kind of where our athletes are going to have it's going to be air conditioned it's going to kind of be their hangout and right outside there's this awesome warm-up area that we can use that they can it's covered you know it's got a big fan like the one here at the gym 
And then, you know, she's walking, the lady's walking me through the other areas and I'm looking at these arenas that have like stadium seating and there's multiple of them in these covered areas. So if it rains, it's not a big deal and all this flat work where we could do other events. And then I go into this 144 person classroom where they actually have classes. And I start thinking, man, we could have like a speaker series. And I, you know, and, and I meet um, with a couple buddies that run gyms every quarter and they're out of town and uh, we talk about business, we talk about personal life and a few different things. Well, one of them happens to put on a big event. Uh, TFX, right? And so as I'm talking to him and we're talking about his event, because at the time he's kind of preparing for his event, and I, it was a lot of encouragement, you know, just hearing about, you know, what my event could become or what mm -hmm. BCS could become, um, but also feeding off of the energy that he's already created for his event. And so really coming out of that meeting in combination with touring the venue just exploded vision for my head and really as i thought about the next couple days you know what are the three things that i'm the most passionate about and you know me so well so you, it kind of just makes sense when you hear this it's family fitness and faith right those are the things that you know i would call like foundationally like my pillars in my life mm -hmm. and so the lord's kind of been preparing me for this for a long time i feel like all this event is is kind of a one day festival of what we do here at our gym every single day mm -hmm. you know our, our our core values are shifting towards just family mm -hmm. fitness and faith um and obviously like when i started this gym you know i i hadn't i hadn't gotten married me and alicia were together but you know we mm -hmm. didn't have any kids you know, so family has become, I'd always been a very family oriented person, you know, even growing up um, and still am, but really I believe in family mm -hmm. and I also believe in family that isn't necessary blood family. Like you and me, I believe we're family, mm -hmm. you know, we've got an awesome friendship and I believe that in the community of CrossFit, it is a family. So family is a, a really strong pillar for me. And then Fitness is like my addiction <laughs> and it's my passion and it's the thing that I love and I believe in and CrossFit entered my life in 2008 and kind of allowed me to express that in a new way that I fell in love with. And so fitness is a huge passion, but it's not just fitness. You know, I'm, I like running, I like mm -hmm. moving, I like exercise. Um, the CrossFit competition is kind of the pillar in the fitness mm -hmm. component, and we'll call it the anchor in that component for this year. And then the faith piece to me is something that I believe is the rock of my life. You know, the rock foundationally is kind of building my life, my, you know, everything, my family, my gym, all of those things foundationally on Christ. And so faith is a huge part of my life. It is part of my every day, every morning I wake up and I ask the Lord first, I pray for my family, I pray for my kids, my wife, and then I pray for the, the appointments, right? Like I knew you and I were going to record this podcast. So I asked the Lord just, hey, God, use use me in that podcast and, and I want you to speak. And um, at the same time, I also pray for him to use me in the appointments I know I'm going to have, but also the appointments that I don't know I'm going to have that he knows I'm going to have. And one of those happened like two hours ago. And it's just, the, you know, he just does that. It's you know, and that's a big part of who I am. And that's why I kind of share that part of it mm -hmm. is faith is a pillar. And, and, and if anything, it is the foundation. So you take these three areas that I'm already passionate about. You give me this giant place to throw a party mm -hmm. and 
that's what I'm going to do. And basically it's a festival. So, um, I want to bring in the community, right? Bryan mm -hmm. college station and surrounding communities, which could extend as far out. We already have over a hundred athletes registered for this event. Early registration opened May 1st, and we've already got, um, almost 120 athletes competing, mm -hmm. uh, signed up. Uh, so you basically want, I want to attract athletes that want to be at a well-ran CrossFit competition that we've mm -hmm. done, you know, it's our 10th year to put this event on, um, but also create an environment that welcomes families and create an environment where people can actually grow spiritually. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's taking these three different segments and kind of like putting them all in the same place on the same day mm -hmm. and truly just seeing what happens. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, no that's good. Um, so let's talk about the three pillars a little bit. So we know the fitness component. It's just going to be a bunch of jacked dudes and women throwing <laughs> weight around. Like, and I think most of our listeners know what that part is. So we can, we can table that one for a little bit. And on that one little thing we are adding, like this year has an intermediate division. So on the okay. fitness piece, there's just a little bit of a, there's, it's a new piece, right? But it yep. is looking at CrossFit and competition specifically. Yep. And I think the intermediate athlete is definitely out there and they've kind of been lost in the events because yeah. it, you know it's scaled and rx yeah well now we have scale we're calling it novice right yep. scaled novice and then intermediate okay and then rx so okay so actually let's let's kind of stay with that i want to break these different pillars up so let's we already started with the fitness pillar so let's kind of go on that same. so first of all i guess first and foremost when is it when, when are we looking at september this? 7th okay. and the reason we moved it we have historically been in october the weekend that Texas A&M does not play football. That's mm -hmm. always been our, our date. Mm -hmm. um, the one, their bye week, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, and the reason for that is just because we don't want to compete with Aggie football on yep. a Saturday. And so <clears throat> now, because the Open has moved to October, we wanted to get in front of it. So yep. we wanted to, so we moved the event to September 7th. Uh, just to kind of be a few weeks before it because we yep. know that people are going to want to train and we don't want to be right in the middle of the open. Sure. And so we are the Saturday after Labor Day. Okay. Um, Saturday after Labor Day. Talk to me a little bit about the divisions. Um, what kind of division? You talk about intermate, scaled, and uh, obviously RX, but talk to me a little bit yeah, more about how many. Yeah, let me define them a little many, bit. Yeah. Uh, more, more so, are we doing individual? Are we doing teams again? We're doing, we doing male, female. Yeah, How's that going to work? We're doing all partners. Okay. Um, so we're kind of sticking with we, we've got male, male, mm -hmm. male, female, and female, female. And then each of those has a novice, which would be more of, I have kind of worked out at a CrossFit gym for a little while. I'm scaling a lot of work, mostly all my workouts. I've never competed. Um, that's kind of the person that we're, we want this event to be their first competition. And CrossFit is growing daily. By the day, more and more people are signing up. And we are a very, we'll call it like a new CrossFit or friendly event, right? Mm -hmm. You don't, you're not going to go and feel like you're, you know, out of place there. You're going to feel like, man, this is a great competition for someone's first event. Cause you're going to get all the, the benefit of a well-ran large event, but you're not going to be intimidated by, oh man, I, I, I'm out of my league here. So I know in the past you've always marketed this as you want this to be people's first, yes. you know, quote unquote, big cross, you know, yes. much more than just an in-house competition. And I think you've hit the nail right on the head, at least the last few years. It's, 
it, it, it you have that regionals atmosphere, but you have athletes from all skill levels. Yeah, you're going to yes. bring your RXers that come in and can lift the house over their head, right? But then you're also going to bring in, you know, Sally, who's been doing CrossFit for three months and is really competitive and wants to test her limits, right? Yeah, like maybe Sally signed up at your gym, like right at the Open, at the beginning of the Open, did kind of a little bit of the Open, but, you know, really liked kind of the idea of it. And now as a gym owner you're, or a coach, you're like, Sally, sign up for the for the bcs classic in the novice division like you can totally do it find a partner you know we kind of want to be that gym's uh easy plug for for some of these newer athletes mm -hmm. because let's be honest what happens when you sign up for an event you train for an event so mm -hmm. sally's going to get in better shape because she's training for something sally's going to take her workout's a lot more serious. She's gonna her attendance is probably gonna be more consistent. Her diet's probably gonna be better. Sally's gonna be a, a, a much more committed gym member if she signs up for a competition. And then Sally's gonna come to the event with all her friends from the gym. It's gonna be a very strong community builder and then absolutely love the experience and go home wanting to improve in XYZ. Um, is, is this event going to be uh, co-hosted or sponsored or however again with Cellucor yes, and, yeah. and how's that all going to work with yeah. Cellucor moving? So, yeah, so they even though they are moving to Austin in August-ish is kind of the, the end of the summer, they are still just as involved. You know, they're going to have their marketing team here. They assured me that they will have plenty of caffeine for every single person there, you know, and extend. And there's some really cool things coming out with, uh, you know, their partnership with Matt Frazier. And there's going to be some really neat um, just things that they're going to kind of be involved with that partnership. Awesome. Awesome. Um, any other big things we're missing from the fitness side? Um, Early registration. Well, the, kind of defining the intermediate. Yeah. I define yeah let's the let's talk a little yeah. bit about that. You know, right? the intermediate division, I, you know, I kind of feel like I'm 37. When I started, I was 26. I, I can do most of the stuff. I mean, pretty much I'll RX every workout at my at, at our gym. Um, but at the same time, you know, when I start thinking about RX, you know, and, and going against guys like Trent or, you know, Josh yeah, or some sure. of these guys, or even you, you know, like that's not where I belong anymore if I'm going to compete, even though there once upon a time was mm -hmm. a a time that I would compete and, and somewhat be competitive in that division, I think I'm not there anymore. And I think there's a lot of people that are there that are in, mm -hmm. in my same place, mm -hmm. meaning they're, they're great athletes. Like they're RXing most workouts, but if they mm -hmm. want to actually compete like and be competitive in a division mm -hmm. RX, they're just not going to place well. And that's where you got to make the call yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, like you, you got to answer that question of is, and we're going to define those divisions even more so here mm -hmm. in the coming weeks of what like standards we're looking for and, yeah. and specifics we're looking for. But you really got to decide, am I, am I an RX athlete? Meaning yeah. can I compete against the best of the best mm -hmm. or am I an intermediate athlete? Mm -hmm. You know, and me, and I believe that, you know, you'll have people like me who choose to go RX because they want to compete against the best, yeah. you know, but I know if I'm going to compete in the RX, I'm probably going to hurt a lot more mm -hmm. the next day just because yeah. I'm not used to that load, mm -hmm. that volume. I mean, intermediate won't be easy by any yeah. means, but you know, there's, it's the difference between the really heavy weights and yep. the kind of heavy weights, yep. you know, would it be safe to say an intermediate, like I, what I think I, what I think I hear you saying is intermediate athlete is probably someone who's consistent CrossFitter 
hour a day person that probably has a year or two, multiple years under underneath their b- belt, right? And, yeah. And and I would say that's probably what we're looking for the intermediate. Not yeah. to say, like you said, not to say that you can't go RX, but when I think of RX now, if we can move to the RX, it's all that's almost someone that's that's maybe doing something outside of the hour a day, maybe doing some type of competitors program, you know you're going to have those upper echelon regionals level athletes. Yeah. You're going to have the person who probably has everything, every skill, you know, they, they sure they, you know, there's workouts, you have weaknesses, you know, Mm -hmm. you ask them to run long, they might struggle. Right. Mm -hmm. But you ask them to lift heavy, they can do that. You ask them to gymnastics, they can do that. So Mm -hmm. the RX is basically the person's like, Hey, give me whatever you got and I'm going to be able to do it. Um, and then, you know, the intermediate is, is really kind of the in-between, like, I'm not a scaled athlete, I'm not a novice, I'm not a new person, I, I'm, you know, I'm not, you know, uh, kind of what I would call, like, somebody, I will, I'll be too competitive, I'll be too good in the scaled division, mm-hmm. but I also can't hang with those RX people, so intermediates for them. I believe the intermediate will be a great competitive division. Yeah. The Now, the RX, like you said, is... You know, the people, you know, like you, I mean, you guys are, are you're training, you know, you, you were in a master's qualifier several years in a row. You have, you know, pretty much almost every skill down, you know, and we want, we want to provide an environment and a competition for the RX athletes, you know, and then there's going to be people that sign up for RX. And I think this is great who are really good intermediates, like almost, mm-hmm. you know, and again, depending on. How hard, let's say, an athlete like myself, if I wanted mm-hmm. to prepare for the ne- next 90 days, I could probably compete in the RX, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of like you're you're going to always have those in-betweens, mm-hmm. and we just wanted to give you three options to choose as opposed to just scaled in RX. That's great. I think I know the answer to this one, and I'm not happy with this answer, but there's no master's division, correct? <laughs> There is no not, master's man. Division. And, you know, another thing with that intermediate division, the hope was that maybe some of those master's would take the intermediate yeah. division as kind of like an opportunity to be more competitive, mm-hmm. right? They're good masters, but they just can't, they don't have the engine, yep. you know, the that technical skill. Yeah. You weight. know, the age, obviously, I mean, 25 year old is probably going to have, who's real fit is probably going to have a few, you know, things over a 45 year old. Yep. Awesome. Know? Awesome. All right. Just a couple house housekeeping things on this and then we'll move to the other two pillars. Um, Early registration, has that closed or is it getting no, ready to close? No, it's actually, okay. so when we put this out, it'll be like three days till it closes. Okay. So it closes May 31st. Okay. And then, and you've get, you get 25% off. So you basically, your team saves $50 on early registration and then it'll go back to normal price June 1. Um, so get in, get signed up, lock in your spot and, and get signed up. And is there a certain amount of teams that you're trying to hold it to? And if it is, how close are we to filling those teams up? Or we're about a third full right now. Okay. At as we're putting this out right now. Okay. So okay. You know. Also, I guess you're looking for how many teams total? So we had 323 athletes last year. Okay. And so we're looking at no more probably than 400 total. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Good to know. So there you have it, folks. Get out there. Get that. Get that thing signed up. Saving money early. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right, that kind of handles the fitness part of it. Um, I'm really intrigued by these next two parts. So um, kind of talk to me and share with me as much as you feel comfortable sharing that you know of. Um, what can I expect? And we'll start with the uh, family part first. What can I expect as, as, as not even a competitor, but as 
person who is attending the uh, this family fitness for, uh, faith festival, uh, what can I expect to see on the family end? Yeah, so that kind. Of, I know so, there's probably a lot of lot of uh, you know things you don't haven't worked out yet, but you probably have a good idea. Yeah, so I'll, I'll tie it in a little bit to CrossFit first. Um, you know, I remember going back to Oktoberfest and like. 2010 and 11 and and 12 in in Tomball and you know I remember my my brother bringing the stroller out with his two kids and me competing and you know in in really the like that was the grassroots of CrossFit competitions you know and I still think that we kind of fall into that category and then it kind of took a whole nother shift right even the regionals back then were kind of like that right until they started moving into more of like the stadiums and and shifting into that and if I think back to that, man, like you, you have all these people that bring kids, right? And their kids really don't have a lot to do. And, you know, it becomes probably, and you being a competitor, you probably sometimes are like, man, I don't even know if I want to bring my kids because they're just going to be sitting there bored the whole time. Yes. So like what, what my goal is, is... There's going to be people because they listen to this podcast or they, we are marketing the family piece. They're going to bring their kids. And then there's going to be people that are not like, you know, like you have three kids and maybe you decide I'm just going to go compete. And I don't, you know, and what my goal is, is that those people, when they're driving home, when they're finishing the day, they kind of regret not bringing their kids because there was so much to do for the family because it's like, man, did you see the bounce houses? Did you see the uh, obstacle course for the kids, the, the Ninja Warrior course? Did you see all the activities that we basically are providing for them so that their family, right? Because we're going to attract a lot of people that have no desire really to come for a CrossFit competition, but they're coming because it's a family festival. You know, my daughter's in kindergarten. About six weeks ago, I took her to her uh, festival at College Hills Elementary. It was so cool. Like, and I remember looking and I was like, this is what we're going to do. I mean, it's going to be like this. There's going to be games, activities. There's, you know, Power Sports has already jumped on board and they're going to set up an awesome course for the kids to kind of run through. Your boys will love that, you know, and there's so many things working right now that we're putting together so that the family can come out and it can be like, you know, again, if, if I'm looking at it from a CrossFitter's perspective, you know, you're going to compete and then let's say your spouse brings the kids, right? So, but the kids are like, dad, this is the coolest competition we've ever been to because they're watching you compete and then they're going to go run around and play and then they're going to go have more things to do. Those They're going to be food trucks, so they're going to have lunch. You know, They're going to eat and then they're going to do more activities and then they're going to come back and they're going to watch you. And you know, there's also kind of in the works like for the kids, You know, I have a lot of little kids, but even like a childcare component with mm-hmm. BCS sitters and possible partnership with that so that we can offer parents like who want to go see some of these speaker sessions, a little bit of a time that they can kind of check their kids in and go focus on maybe learning something or growing. So the kid that we will for sure have enough activities and things for the kids to enjoy and, and be able to do throughout the day. So it'll be a completely new twist, right? To the BCS classic, because in the past we've probably had some kids come out like my kids have come out, but there's not really anything for them to do. Yeah, you know. And, and as someone, and you kind of nailed it at the beginning. As someone who's competed at some of these larger events, um, that is stressful as an athlete. 
that is stressful as a spouse of an athlete because there's there's not a lot for them to do. And then, next, I mean, I, I was just in this position in the last two years at some competitions that I – and, it, you know, you want your family to be there. Um, you, know, you want your kids to be there because it's much more than about winning a competition. It's about hard work and showing them, like, this is – this is what you need to do to be great, whether it's at putting a stupid barbell over your head or at marriage or at your job or as a student, you need to work and this is this is how you do it. So, I mean, there was so much benefit to having kids just watch. And yes. It really has nothing to do with you winning at all, right? It has more to do with the journey to get there. And I'll be honest with you, one competition I'm thinking of specifically, Chris and I both talked, it's like, listen, she said, I'm not coming out. If you, if you go to that one next year, I'm not coming out to that one because it's just too stressful. So I think this is genius. Yeah, and we want, you know, so I love you saying that because you know I believe in family. Like, it's hard to say this because I don't necessarily believe it more than fitness, but it's equally as much as I believe in fitness, I believe in family. And exactly what you said, like our kids need to be watching us doing this. Like if you think about people that have done marathons in the past or triathlons, there's, their kids have memories of cheering them on at specific places in that race. And those kids are thinking, man, that, you know, man, I'm, I'm cheering my dad. I'm cheering my mom. Like those are great memories for those kids to have. And I get it because I'm a CrossFit competitor too. And I, I can imagine how stressful it could be because, you know, let's be honest, you compete and then you sit around for three hours. Mm-hmm. And then if there's nothing to do, it's boring. Mm-hmm. You know, the beauty of the marathon is they're moving. Like mm-hmm. you're running for three or four hours and they're constantly like they, you know, Alicia's kind of used to do this with me when I was running those. They park or she would park yeah, and park, cheer me on and then get yeah. in the car and literally yeah. go somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. And so they're moving. They're constantly on the go. And, yeah. But with these CrossFit competitions, like it's a long day for a kid. Mm-hmm. But if we can have this like really fun environment to like to be honest with you, where these kids kind of wear themselves out and have a blast, I want those kids to be telling you on the way home, Dad, not only was that so cool to watch you do that, but that was the funnest thing I've ever done. You know, like, and that's where like I compare this to Santa's Wonderland for people that have been to College Mm -hmm. Station for that. Santa's Wonderland started as Christmas lights. Like I remember. Almost 20 years ago, it was my freshman year at AM, and we literally drove by coming back from Thanksgiving. And I, I U turned, I was like, oh, let's go drive through this. Paid the guy like $4 because it was $2 per person in your car, and you drive 12 minutes through the Christmas lights, and then you go, you're done. Yep. It started as Christmas lights, but now it's so much more. And that's what the BCS Classic is. It started as a CrossFit comp- competition, but it's going to grow into so much more. And people in five, 10 years are going to be like, yeah, there's still going to be a CrossFit competition, but they're going to be like, man, I remember when this used to just be a CrossFit competition yeah. in, at the Lincoln Center, you know, and now it's turned into so much more. And, you know, having a team is what makes all the difference. So I am right now working with a team of people who understand, like I have one perspective of knowing what a great family event is, but I'm leaning on a team for us to help define that and start securing the things that we really want to make an experience. And when I say that, it's moms. It's people who really have like kids that they've been to festivals, they've been to events, you know, people who've been to CrossFit competitions with family components. Now we're just going to really, you know, the team who's putting on the family portion is entirely different from the team putting on the CrossFit competition. Mm -hmm. 
we know how to do a CrossFit competition. Let's be honest, you know, and the team that's doing that is doing that really well. And now we get to work with a, a, a different team who's going to help make this family component amazing. You know, and the interesting thing about that, Charlie, is that's something I remember when we did the rehash last year. That's something that I, I believe you said, or maybe I said, or somebody said, one of the things, because last year we said, this is the best one we've done yet. We, you know, and I won't rehash that podcast. Maybe they can go back and listen to it. But one of the things I think you said was the highlight was was you kind of relinquished the relinqu- relinquished some responsibility a little bit and, 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 and really relied on this team. So instead of just your perspective, and you still had the input and the ultimate say and everything, but you had four, five, six people, you know, working together, creating that synergy. And man, was that a game changer. And, and now you're doing it for all these different pillars, yes. right? Yes, correct. I think that's great. I think that's great. What else on the family side? There's going to be stuff for the kids. Any other things you can share with us on the family side before we move on to the faith side? Yeah, I think the the big thing to take away there is it's going to be for all ages, right? So, you know, you'll have the the pieces for the kids, right? So I don't want you to think it's like, you know, I have a six, three, one in newborn Mm -hmm. that it's just for that age group. No, you know, you have a... 13, 13, 10, 10 seven. and 7. So th- that age group. And then, you know, I would even see like the, the teenagers, they're probably just going to enjoy some of the other components. They, they, they're older. They probably enjoy the CrossFit piece. But, you know, and, and especially if they're CrossFitters themselves, they should sign up and compete. Like maybe right? a little mini teenage Yeah, maybe. It, it, and I think yeah. that's the cool part is like, even though this is year 10, it's actually year one in my mind. Mm-hmm. Because those things are going to grow organically. Yeah. You know, like I'm so excited to see this event kind of play out this year Mm -hmm. and then get back in the room, get back on the whiteboard and literally start planning for next year. You know, that's great, man. Um, Okay. Faith. All right. Let's, let's move over to the faith component. I heard something earlier about guest speakers, which I'm assuming we're putting in that faith bucket. So anything you can share with us, probably again, a lot of stuff probably isn't finalized, but now I'm, you know, I, I get the fitness, I get the fitness, I get the family. Now, what can I expect from the faith side of the? Yeah, so you, side? you know, Chris, you've been a part of probably the two events that I've put on. One strongman, two years in a row, and then the other one that we work together on, which is the building rock solid marriages. You and Kristen um, help with that, and so you know those two events are what I would call like faith events, right? They've happened completely separate from anything. We did those in, in, individually, um, but you know that my heart, you know, is still huge for that area, right? I mean, the the gym to me is a ministry, right? This is like I tell people all the time, like we're not a church, but we're kind of like a church you know it's like a gym church right um and so to me the faith piece is kind of the glue and the rock right so um i think people because i know when you start talking about jesus and talking about faith like people kind of start thinking oh well i don't know i don't i don't want to talk about that some people are like great bring it on i love that idea um but to me it's like you can actually not participate or want to have anything to do with the faith piece and still have an amazing experience in the fitness category or the family category. Mm -hmm. The faith piece is kind of there. And at the same time, there's people that love, you know, the faith piece and you start telling about CrossFit and they're like, whoa, whoa, I don't want to have anything to do with CrossFit. Like, and that's fine too. They can actually just go strictly for the faith piece and not have anything to do with the fitness piece. And that's okay. So the faith piece 
currently what I would envision that looking like is a combination of a speaker kind of series, right? Like breakout sessions mm -hmm. in that 144 person classroom. And we've already secured some pretty amazing speakers that we're going to start rolling out that are really cool. And I, I don't want to kind of like announce You're teasing it. I know You're teasing it's, it right now. It, it, honestly, the, and again, I, I give hundred percent credit to the Lord for everything, right? He is teeing this thing up. He is setting this up and that's the power of a vision, right? Like, you know, it's like when I put on the strongman event, you know, and he basically told me in that day, I originally thought it was going to be like 200 guys and it was going to be this big event. And then, you know, it turns out like the Monday before, and I think there's like eight people signed up. This is for Strongman, the first version. Mm -hmm. And I remember feeling pretty discouraged that day. And I remember thinking, well, at least we'll have one table. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, as the week progressed, you know, by Friday night, I think we had like 48 signed up. And on Saturday, we had 60 guys. And it was perfect. That venue over there at the Rancho yeah. de Colores yeah. was perfect. 60 guys was like the perfect number. So much that the next year, that was what we limited it to. For the marriage event, we only limited it to 32 couples, 64 couples. So it, it was like almost like even though I thought 200 was, no, the Lord wanted it to be 60. Mm -hmm. And then I remember that Saturday, him kind of, reminding me of how I felt Monday and then really telling me, Charlie, you define success by numbers and that's not how I define success. He said, I define success by your obedience. And so really what that told me that day was like, okay, I, you gave me this vision, God, right? At the time it was for a men's retreat. Mm -hmm. You gave me this vision. I just need to be obedient. And then he kind of takes control. That's what the BCS classic is. I'm just being obedient to the vision he's put on my heart. And now I'm going to let him take it, right? So whatever it turns into, but now with these speakers, like the ones that he's, he's like setting up for this. And I want to make sure that I kind of let people know this is, it, it's not sermons, right? For people who are familiar with that verbiage, like if you go to church and you hear a sermon on Sunday, these are more like testimonies and real, like, um, not to say that I love sermons, like I'm at church every Sunday and I love sermons and, and we might have a couple of those, but at the same time, there's going to be more of what I would say, hey, this is a real influential person that most people have heard of, and they're going to share something, right? What unique to that individual. Um, so like, you know, right now we've, we've kind of already secured three amazing speakers. And I don't want to say it right now over this podcast, but we're going to be kind of like letting everybody know as we start securing these speakers who they are. But they're going to be people that you want to hear. Like, it'll be intriguing. Mm -hmm. Some people will actually come and listen to every every one of those uh, speakers. Other people, because let's be honest, if you're doing a CrossFit competition and you're going to have access to everything simply by signing up for the CrossFit competition, you might not be able to hear a certain speaker because you're competing at that time. But kind of like we said, you know, your competition's like 15, 20 minutes and then you get like two or three hours and then you do it again or, you know, however the schedule works out. What if there's a speaker that you really want to hear from? Well, you just kind of pop over there and you listen to this person share their story or whatever. And then you go back and you warm up and then you go compete. And it becomes this really cool piece that is there if you want it, but it doesn't have to be if you don't. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, the one, the one thing that makes it a faith um, speaker series is they're all Christ-centered, right? They're, regardless of what they're talking about, whether they're talking about fitness, nutrition, uh, their testimony, uh, their their story, whatever, 
these are all people who, you know, have committed their life to the Lord and, and have something to share. And obviously I'm, you know, personally, you know, screening, or if you call it selecting these people, uh, to ensure that you, that the people who are sitting there listening are going to get not only poured into tremendously, but are going to be inspired tremendously to walk out of there wanting to better themselves, kind of like the gym, building better people. Mm-hmm. Another component to that is, and this is going to be really cool, but it's like a music festival. So um, my my goal is to bring in like really big uh, Christian worship music Mm -hmm. and Christian rap music. Mm -hmm. Um, So thinking of like Lecrae and uh, even NF Mm -hmm. and some of these other guys, Andy Minio type, you know, and then also like Chris Tomlin or Casting Crown, or I mean uh, Third Day Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, thinking of people who've, who've been here in concert before, like Lauren Diego was at Central Baptist Church and she's, wow. yeah, I mean, so I want to, I mean, again, this is like, I'm already thinking, okay, this is going to continue to evolve, right? Mm-hmm. And I love, I love worship music and I love Christian rap music. And I think that there's something about those two things, about those, that that can ignite like spiritually something in our hearts spiritually. So, um, so that's kind of the direction. Is that are those people coming this year? I don't know. You know, like that's what we're working on. But there's going to be a music component to this um, as well. Awesome. Um, you said you had three speakers um, uh, secured already. Is there a kind of a number you're looking for, or is that you know it's whatever about whatever. about eight, eight is kind of what I'm looking at right now. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And I've got some. You know, as you know, like I always shoot for the stars. So I got some big goals on on who those people are going to be. That's great. Local here or? Uh... No, actually, like the three that I've secured are actually not from here. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's big time. And, and, uh, there's a fourth that's kind of in the works that is a, mm-hmm. somebody here locally. Um, but really like looking at, at at people who have a strong message, you know, mm-hmm. and my the messages I want, much like when I did Strongman, um, you remember I had three different speakers and they had three different components that they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Or when we did the marriage event and we had eight different couples and every couple brought a different sauce Mm -hmm. to the to the show Mm -hmm. you know i I recognize that you know of the eight speakers or or, you know the number of speakers i want each person to kind of speak to a different person you know i i want i want each speaker and you know like even right now there not only is there a fourth but there's also a fifth that's kind of like there's a lot of speakers that are in the brain right now yeah, that are yeah. you know just needing to secure and finalize and conversations that are needing to be finalized but i want it to be something that man you you honestly you might have come to want to hear this one speaker but when you see the brochure or you read the bios on the website you're like man you almost like are bummed that you're competing because you're like i want to hear that so like it becomes this thing of like all this stuff is happening at the same time and you want to do it all, mm-hmm. you know, because it's so, it, it, again, it's pointing at these three areas that I believe touch us all, you know, in some way, shape or form, even yeah. though some people don't work out and don't want to have anything to do with the fitness and they come for the faith, you know, piece or the family piece, they can't help but see the fitness piece and say like, wow, like, man, you know, that person is doing that and, they're, they're my age or, you know, I never thought I could do that. Or I want to learn more about this, you know, CrossFit thing, you know? So I think it's going to be something that, 
the whole community eventually will rally behind and really embrace. And I think the city of College Station, the city of Bryan, Texas A&M University, like these are going to become some strong partners with the event and also the local business community. And I've already kind of started having conversations with a lot of businesses that just want to be associated with this type of event and they want to support it. And so it's really neat to kind of see where we're going and how it it was going one way for nine years. Mm -hmm. And it's not like it's you turned. Mm -hmm. It's just like turning and going still in the same direction, but bringing on so much more to it. Awesome. Um, what kind of, as we wind this thing down now, we talked about the three pillars, just two kind of minor things. Uh, any thought given, I know you and I talked about this and I can't remember your answer. Any thought given to, you know, Glassman came out with this thing a couple months ago about, you know, being able to call, you can kind of affiliate, affiliate your competition. If you want, there's probably a better way to say that, but you can actually call it a CrossFit competition you pay a fee or whatever that looks like. And then you could say, you know, BCS CrossFit competition. And my understanding from reading the articles on it was that becomes uh, a, a, a tick in the positive mark if you ever want to sanctionalize one day and everything else. So is there, is there any thought about that moving towards that? Yeah, I mean, I, I would see that, that, you know, depending on what the details of that looks like, like nothing but a positive. Mm -hmm. I do see us completely shifting and rebranding this event next year. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to confuse everyone. That's why it was still the BCS Classic. Mm -hmm. But I could see it being a lot like, you know, the gym is boom fit, mm -hmm. you know. But inside of the gym is like home of College Station CrossFit, mm -hmm. right? I could see this being a new name next year, mm -hmm. home of BCS Classic, right? So it's like home of the BCS CrossFit Classic, you know, whatever yeah, yeah, we whatever. call it. But, yeah. um, but you know, I, I see that nothing, but it's a lot, a lot like the gym, like affiliating yeah. the gym CrossFit is huge. Like mm -hmm. it's a smart thing and I'll look into it and kind of decide if that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. But I, I mean, assuming it's, it makes sense. I think it'd be a good win for the event just to be affiliated with CrossFit. Any plans or down the line year two, three, four, I mean, there's still a lot of unknowns, but to try to sanctionalize this thing at one point or <laughs> I know that's way I down would the say this today. That's not, a goal um because that's you know it, it's it's not the goal it's kind of yep. like at the gym like our gym is not to have a team yep. at the crossfit games you know um that's not the goal if it happens great you know our our goal is building better people you know and so if you look at bcs classic like sanctional sanctionalizing or however you would say yeah is not is not the goal the goal is to create an environment for people of the fitness family and faith communities to come together and have an amazing experience. And and so sanctionals or CrossFit games doesn't really fit into yeah, that. I mean, no. it's, it's again, we're a, it's a CrossFit competition. So I don't want to necessarily make it sound like we're not in right, the right. CrossFit world, but it's kind of like the gym. We're a CrossFit gym, yeah. but we actually are more focused on building better people and CrossFit kind of becomes this, that vehicle. Yeah, the exactly. Vehicle awesome. Um, Last last question I had, darn it, and now it, it went off the tip of my tongue. Um, it was probably a good one. It probably was. <laughs> it was probably so good I forgot it. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. I, oh, I know. Um, any other partners that you can share with us now? We know Cellucor is going to be there. Is there any? Is there any other specifically named people that you know today will be partner with? Any? any uh, at, at Vendor Village or whatever you're calling yeah, those, that area. So do we know anybody, any names? That right we're in the, like right now, the heart of securing those things, you know, and making sure that we're 
you know, opening opportunities for anybody who wants to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. So if there's somebody listening that would like to partner up with us, right? Even the local CrossFit gyms, like Mm -hmm. guys, if you're a gym owner and you're listening to this, I need your help. Like I would love to work with you on this event. Like, and I would love for you to have a tent at this event. And Mm -hmm. you know, if you're doing CrossFit kids programs, like, and you want to put something on at this event, like I'm all for it. Let's, you know, just reach out to me personally. Um, but we need the whole community. Mm -hmm. Like I need, I need everyone's help. So if this is not just from a partnership on a business, but even if you're somebody who just wants to volunteer and you know, you want to, I had an awesome guy who just kind of voluntarily helped me build the website, you know, vbcsclassic.com. And you know, that's how these things kind of get going, right? It's just like you said earlier, you got to have a team. And so, um, I definitely am, am really looking for businesses, gyms, people who really believe in this event being great for Bryan College Station and wanting to help out, wanting to participate, wanting to use their gifts uh, and their strengths and their resources to help. That's awesome. All right. I think that's a good place to end it, Charlie. Thanks, Chris. Talk next time. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.